Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? My stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults and for people who are winners. That would just be me. Yeah, it depends on what side of the spectrum you're on. Not Kim. Kim had been a big winner up until I surpassed Blame it on the broken nose. I, I think that's part of it. I think that's I part do of too. it. I do, too. Call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. So, as we talked about last episode, Kim and I had big plans. We are going to go out and do some stuff. And we really only ended up doing one of the things that was on our plan. And that was go to the casino. We were going to go have a nice dinner and a bunch of other shit. Mm-hmm. But Kim got her face smashed in by my daughter. And by the time we left the casino, it was clear that Kim was done for the weekend. You're very tired. Exhausted. It was. It's just one of those things when you have an injury like that, it just hurts all the time. It's not, it doesn't even hurt bad. Not like you're crying or rolling no, around. It's just a constant Yes. Ache. It just wears you Bob. out. It's like, I don't Blech. feel like doing nothing no more. And I can't take any good pain medicine. Right. Everything just sucked. Right. So you were being kind of a gloomy gus while we were at the casino not too bad but i was trying not to be but i wasn't feeling very well and i didn't win i lost all my money right you weren't winning lost it all and i i have wild swings at the casino Mm -hmm. up and down up and down up and down right very and you you it makes you sick to your stomach right you don't like it you don't like looking at me and going you're almost out of money i'm like well for now but watch this And then yeah. I'm back way up. And, and then like, well, when I lost, I mean, that was it. I, there was no climbing back up. Well, that's your problem. <laughs> I hate that. It's Once you get on a losing streak, you need to just go to the car. Because it doesn't, Shut up. It do, it doesn't turn around for you. 115 degrees, go sit in the car. It just doesn't turn around for you. No. So you were having a bad day, and I was playing. There's some games I really like, and they tend to treat me well every time. And one of them is this TigerCon game, right? It always does pretty good for me. And even if the machine's doing pretty good, I can let you sit down and you can win some too, right? Which we tried. So I'm playing TigerCon. I'm doing pretty good. You come over. You're like, I don't have any money. I'm losing all my money. I was like, all right, this machine's pretty hot. Why don't you just sit down here at this machine and build back up Well, I played the one next to you for a little bit and I was like, this sucks. Fucking money mojo. And I had watched a guy sit at that money mojo machine for an hour, throwing a couple hundred bucks down its throat, right? And Mm -hmm. I was like, well, that machine sucks. Mm -hmm. But I like to play close to you. So I was like, all right, I'll play this fucking money mojo piece of shit thing and let you build up some money and I'll try to right. limit my losses. So we're playing along, do, 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 and then you go, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm going to go piss. So you get up and leave. And I mean, as soon as you left, as soon as the dark cloud that hovers over you departed from the area, mm-hmm. these top star games have a big star at the top of them. And when you get the bonus, it tells you what your bonus multiplier is going to be and how many free spins you're going to get on that bonus multiplier. So I'm sitting there and it goes top star and it goes and then it said 10 times. And I was like, well, that's pretty cool. But well, in the past, the most you can get, right, right? It's the highest you can get 10 times your bet for whatever it is, for whatever you win, mm-hmm. right? You're going to get 10 times. And then it goes time for your free spins. And I was like, Okay, so it gave me 10 times. I'm going to get, like, one free spin. Right, because it's always right. something lame. It spins around. It goes, no, 25 free spins. At 10 times. Right? At 10 times. So I'm like, well, this, I, I'm thinking this is going to be pretty good. I'm going to get, like, 100 bucks out of it, right? hmm 
and you come back over and the machine's still going fucking crazy i like five spins and i'm a hundred bucks up right and then it goes 25 more free spins i win 25 more and then it starts going up a little bit more and then it hits all these fucking sevens and then it's like the money just keeps fucking adding up and, and all these people are standing there's a around. crowd <laughs> right and i'm sitting there going i need this to be over soon because I, I don't like when a lot of people start watching the machine mm-hmm. because we talked about it before if so, if a bunch of people watch you win a shit ton of money they know as soon as you get in front of the machine oh he's got a shit ton of money right <laughs> He's got a lot of money. If he goes to the bathroom, I'm going to get a lot of money. So we're sitting there and the machine just keeps going and going and it won't. It keeps giving me more free spends. Now, keep, your original bet was what, 40 cents or 40, was it 80 cents? 40 cents. Okay. Because I did not I like make sure right. uh, we know that. 40 cents. I did not like the machine. Mm-hmm. It's ugly. It, it, its theme is stupid. I don't like themes that are just basically fruit and numbers. I hate those. Fruit That's sevens and fucking is. bars. I'm like, Some other this is weird stuff so lame. In. Right. And it's not gonna do anything cool. Like the Tiger Con game has like this fucking cool bonus shit and it shoots stars everywhere. This thing doesn't do nothing. Except in this case, give me fat stacks of money. Mm-hmm. Now the funny thing was when we went in that morning, I said, What did I say? I'm gonna get mm-hmm. my new computer today. Mm-hmm. well and that was your goal right my goal is mm-hmm. the one of my get a macbook air at some point i said i think i'm gonna hit it today and you said no that's not say go happen. for it yeah but you that's you a were, good goal but you had no you were not giving me the thumbs well up. i wasn't expecting it to happen so how much did my 40 cent bet win uh it was 800 something 860 like 40 or something 860 dollars that was just that one machine right so and you looked like you were going to throw up. That was the thing. I came back and I was like, are you okay? It's because very nervous Because you making. really looked like you were not feeling well. I was afraid you were going to have like a heart <laughs> attack or something. Because you weren't used to that kind of a payout. Right. And then have, the added stress of being stalked for the rest of the day. Well, that was my problem. I was like, okay, I got this money and I need, I don't, I wasn't ready to leave. This had happened relatively early into our day. Right. We'd only been there for like an hour and a half. I was like, okay, I don't want to leave yet. But on the other hand, I was like, well, it's probably not going to get any better today, right? It's, right. Not, it's not like I'm going to turn around and do this again. Right. So maybe I should just go. But then I was like, no, nah, if I just leave, then all these people are going to be following me around. And people did follow me around for a while after I left the machine. And that was making me cranky. So I took my winnings and we we walked around for a little bit. And I was feeling kind of weird because it's one of those things where it's just like, well, I don't even I, I'm not even really sure what just happened. Right, but you have that whole adrenaline thing going, so now you're, you're coming off your adrenaline high. Right. But you also have in the back of your mind, well, I'm never going to hit anything that cool again. Right. It was a very... So now it's all right. kind of meh. It was a very sad moment, because before, for us, a big win was like 50 bucks. Right. Right. We were like, woo, $50. <laughs> Which is still pretty cool. Which is pretty I mean, good. And we'd left a couple hundred bucks up several mm-hmm. times. But right? not like that. And we'd won, we both won money in tournaments, mm-hmm. right? Right. But still not like this so we walk around for a little bit you're playing some games i'm playing some stuff and i landed on this other machine that just would not stop kicking out money and it kicked up out like 450 bucks mm-hmm. i sent you a little picture because a lot of times you don't like the same games i do you get real I don't you're like, i like the pretty games you're like i don't like this game i like the I'm ones like, that whatever. are lovely to look at you know, yeah, like how's, boring. Scene. How does that work out for you? 
Well, how do you, obviously, how do you, how do you not games? as well. I know. Now I'm just, my head's all discombobulated because I don't know what to pick. They make games for, coin. they make games for girls that are designed to sucker you. There's a game called Nordic Spirit that has little fucking fairy princesses and ponies and fucking par- island paradises and all and kinds waterfall. of shit. Waterfall. Right? Looks so fucking cool. Have you ever won a no. fucking thing on that Nordic Spirit? No. No. And I keep telling you, that machine is bad. Well, and then there's other games that you would think would appeal to the guys or whatever, like the uh, Cougar game. Oh, uh, Cougarlicious. Cougarlicious. And they even have sound effects like that. And we sat down and played because it was super busy. Right. And there were, those were the only machines that were well, open. Well, and I wanted, I wanted you to play. I was like, this is, I want you to play this game. And I couldn't it's, wait. It's, <laughs> For my $2 or whatever to be gone so I could just get up and leave. <laughs> I was so embarrassed to be playing that game. That's because all the sound effects are ridiculous. It all, it's all, it, imagine if an entire slot machine was built around Samantha from Sex and the City. That's what it's like. And the sound effects are something just people kissing. Really <laughs> stupid. Stupid. And, you were, and even when you won, because you, you won a little bit on that, and you're like, I hate this fucking game. <laughs> and normally we'll turn the sound up on the games because I want to hear right. it because it's usually pretty loud in there. This one I'm right. like, no, I can't control the volume. <laughs> I want to turn it off. I want to make it turn stop. it off. So yeah, so we're definitely way up on the casino now. So okay, so you ended up like twelve hundred dollars up or something. Something like that. Something like that. Mm-hmm. not quite that much, but quite a bit up for the day. So it was pretty good. And then you went out and you bought yourself a prize. Yeah, I went out and bought my MacBook Air. I told you that's what I was going to do. Your hot little hands. I was like, I'm going to go buy this. And you're like, what? Yes. Done. Because it's not like it costs anything. That's about, that's my favorite I know. thing. That's my favorite thing about gambling is when I win, I can just go, I'm going to go get this. And all you can do. It's all bonus. All you can do is look at me and go. Because you know I you want to ask you. You want to stop you. me though. You're like, you can just think I there's something not. else you can do. You can buy me a new sewing machine. Nope. Buying toys for me. I want it. You didn't win. Bye. I'm a winner. But now, like I said, I have mixed feelings. I don't think I can ever go back and do it again. Well, I don't think we're going back anytime soon. <laughs> I have thought about, I, think so. I have thought about my, my new plan is, but see, you're not down with this. So I'll have to do it by myself is to just take the, the bike up there early on a weekend morning, just right up there and look for machines that are ready to tip over. Didn't you tell me somebody got banned from a casino for doing that very okay. same thing? They got banned from a casino in Las Vegas, but they were not kicking over machines. Like I'm like I'm talking about taking an hour motorcycle ro- ride up the road, bringing 40 or 50 bucks with me, trying to tip over a couple machines for a couple hundred bucks. This guy would literally time. He, he had a chart that showed in Las Vegas of all these bonus machines. Because a lot of these machines have jackpots that build up, and when they get to a certain point, they have to give you the money. That's like at fifteen hundred dollars, you have to get the jackpot, right? Mm-hmm. So he had, he would keep track of it. And he's like, this one kicks over about every three days, and he would just go hit those machines. And that's those are the only ones he played. But see, I don't even understand why he got banned because honestly, he's just playing smart, and he's right. not manipulating the physical game. He's not doing anything. You can't count cards. It's a game of chance, right? And he's not costing the casino any money because the machine is set up. When it gets to that point, it gives the money to somebody exactly it's not his fault it's always him right right and you're not going to get them you're all just in the right place at the right time and that's you know we before we talked about those people who gambled for a living and i think that's how they did it 
I think they they lived close enough they could keep really careful Mm -hmm. track of those machines and just go up and kick them over. That's true. Because that's the only way I could see to do it. But I think you can greatly increase your odds of that. Oh, and then on a happy note, for me anyway, is I got a mug. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I got a casino mug. And it's nice. It's stainless steel. It's like a big, cool, big bottle. So it's pretty cool. I'm a sucker for those anyway. Yeah. But we did find out, unfortunately, you can only get one prize a month. Uh, I know. Lame, right? Stupid. Like, I am just dying to have 50,000 mugs and I'm going to sell them all on eBay. Come right, on. Right. <laughs> Fucking assholes. While U.S. Representative Tom Graves was calling for fiscal responsibility in Washington, his attorney was arguing in a lawsuit that a North Georgia bank is at fault for issuing Graves a $2.2 million loan the bank knew he could not repay. Graves was fighting a lawsuit along with business partner Chip Rogers, the state Senate majority leader. The two Republicans, through a limited liability company, used the loan to purchase and renovate a Calhoun motel that quickly went under. The bank sued, alleging that the two defaulted on the loan. The politicians filed counterclaims against the bank, accusing it of improperly declaring the loan in default, after reneging on a promise to refinance it at more favorable terms. Both parties dismissed their claims on Wednesday, a day before they were scheduled to attend a hearing on the case in Calhoun. Graves said through a spokesman that the case has been fully resolved in an equitable and fair manner. An attorney for the bank declined to comment. In other words, uh, we tried to get the state senator to pay us the money he actually owed, and he said, fuck you, and so we said, okay. And the part about this, the reason why I wanted to do the story is because if you and I got a loan from a bank, like the millions of other people that got loans from the bank, now, we didn't do the stupid thing and get a loan we couldn't pay back, right? We, We did not. But how many people got loans based on nothing, right? Just vapor. Lots of people. And then couldn't pay it back, and then the bank said, give me all your shit. And proceeded to take well, yeah, all their shit. Lean on something. Lots of banks are trying to take people's shit that don't even have a mortgage. Right. And this guy, this fucker, admits, yeah, I took the loan, but the bank shouldn't have given it to me, so I shouldn't have to pay it. Why didn't that work for everybody else? Because they don't have the money to sue. And that's the part that pisses me off. Is if, if, if you're in the government and you're actually going to make this argument that the bank should not have given you the loan, so you shouldn't have to pay it then you have to be aware that none of your constituents should have to pay either because fuck it. They couldn't afford it either. Well, that's true. So I'm so mad. Well, it's another case of do as I say, not as I do. And you know that they applied for the loan through the limited liability company specifically for that reason. Right? Well, here's what I, here's what I don't get. There's no risk for them. If you, if you have an LLC and you get a loan and shit goes tits up, I was under the impression that you could just say that business is no longer in business. Right. It lost all its shit. Or... Right. You sell all your business shit, mm-hmm. you give whatever money you get back to your creditors, and you're done. Everybody washes their hands. That's the point of having right. a company. But, you know, he's fucking in the government, so he, I shouldn't have to pay anything. Why should I have to pay anything? I'm in the government. That's the same shit that's going on in Dallas now. How many of the Dallas City Council people are constantly in fucking trouble? Because they that's this is how they roll. All of them. All of them. Constantly in fucking trouble. Uh, why are you driving that car? Somebody gave it to me. Why should I have to pay for a fucking car? I'm city council. Mm-hmm. The fuck? 
I've got an apartment here and a house over here. Right. I don't pay for any of that either. Uh, why do you have a giant ranch? I don't know. Somebody gave it to me. I'm on the city council. Who cares? And it goes up. That guy, remember the, the governor? Was it the governor of Louisiana a couple of years ago? The FBI raids his house and he's got like a fucking giant safe full of money. Oh, yeah. He says he doesn't know how it got He's like, I don't know. I don't know who's my Really? Name. You got a bank safe stacked floor to the ceiling with $100 bills and you don't know where it came from? I could not fucking tell you where it came from. I don't know. And this is the thing that makes me. People are all up in arms about shit right now. Like people are up in arms about healthcare, blah, 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 blah. Right. What you should really be up in arms with right now is the fact that entire the, the government and businesses are busily just raiding the country. They're just taking all the fucking money and squirreling it away. And one day you're going to look around and go, there's no fucking money. None. There's no fucking money for the average dude. I think it's already getting that way wake up people get serious it's scary right for my next story that v for vendetta shit's gonna be more real than people want it to be before too long and suck mm-hmm. next story a taco bell worker was arrested in his dalton georgia home wednesday night after he handcuffed another employee to himself in the restaurant parking lot on Monday night, 24-year-old Jason Dean pulled up next to the 18-year-old woman in the Ringgold, Georgia restaurant's parking lot and handcuffed himself to her wrist, a police incident report states. She called for help, and several other employees ran outside and talked Dean into letting her go. Dean had been trying to go out with the woman for several weeks, and employees had changed her shift so she could avoid him, Ringgold police said. Yeah, that's how you get chicks. Yeah, because that makes everybody change their mind, you psycho. <laughs> if I see anybody with handcuffs, I'm I'm turning around and walking the well, other way. Well, ideally, you're not going to see him until it's too late. You know that's how it works in the movies all the time. You hear, you hear that click, and you're like, "What the? F- oh, I'm handcuffed! God damn it!" It never ceases to amaze me, though, how guys think they can transfer their obsession to a girl by showing just how crazy the obsession is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I mean, obviously he is not thinking clearly, or maybe no. he thought it was he should take it as a joke or whatever. But here's the thing: if a girl doesn't like a guy because he's creepy, right? It doesn't matter what he does; it's all going to be creepy, right? He could well, get flowers, creepy. It's one kind of flower. You're allergic to them. Is he trying to kill you? And it's what's un- he trying to say? It's unfortunate because I don't think girls really understand guy obsession thing right like it doesn't matter what you do his obsession is not going to go away right and you don't have any control over whether it gets stronger or weaker or whatever he just fixated on you for some reason it's not i'm not saying it's right but i'm just saying i don't think a lot of girls really understand that just saying no some of these guys they're gonna fucking handcuff you how about that Maybe everybody should learn the art of lockpicking. Maybe a girl should start carrying some bear spray around with them. Well, maybe not Just too. in case. At least she was able to call out for people and they responded. Well, th- this is the thing. A lot of times a restaurant parking lot's not the best place to stage mm-hmm. your abduction because there's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I might see it and go, hey. doesn't really sound like he's got all of his marbles anyways. No, that's very true. But I, I've been in this boat before where you're like you handcuff somebody no not where you handcuff somebody but where you really don't know how to deal with yourself because of a girl 
where your brain is just completely fucking warped. You're like, I don't even know what to fucking do. And then they're always like a bitch to you, and you're like, all right. You know, and then you're buying handcuffs. I'm just saying. Don't be so mean to me. Shut up. Like the handcuffs. I mean, that's probably your, your gimmick, right? Oh my god. That's probably. What I it don't is. have a gimmick. You do. I don't. All, all girls have a gimmick, and you just hidden yours pretty well. But I think it. I think I've narrowed it down to either hairbrushes, shampoo, maybe handcuffs. I, I don't even. Where do you buy handcuffs? Hair. Yeah. One of the eight million adult stores. Oh, uh, by the way, thing three. Let us know that there are twenty three adult stores between the <laughs> Oklahoma border and home. She counted. I think she overestimated, to be honest, but I don't know. <laughs> there are a lot. You're like, really? Way out here. This is where people go to get their porn. There's nothing else. Way to the do. fuck out there. There's no people out there. The places we'll where we see the most though. porn star the most porn stores like nobody even lives out here. People are driving way out here to get their porn from the weird shacks. I would not. Would not. Do you think they keep a list behind the counter of the people that purchase handcuffs? Just in case cops come and call them. Because I would. No. I yeah. would. If you're in this kind of business, you can't keep any kind of list of customers. Because well, you know what I'm saying? hurt your head anyway. Yeah. And See that people, list of people value people. their privacy. You know? You don't want to be a state senator and people find out you're buying pocket pussies down at the local jerk shack. Yuck. It's not making anybody Head happy. out. Just saying. Keep that shit on the down low. All right. Next story. You know which story we're done? Yes. A Swedish woman who police say left her baby unattended outside a Massachusetts restaurant while she ordered food inside was reported to a state agency for possible child maltreatment, officials said on Monday. They said they were summoned by the Bueno y Sano Eatery in the western Massachusetts college town of Amherst on Friday after the one-year-old boy was left alone in his stroller on the sidewalk for about 10 minutes. The woman who authorities did not identify said she found nothing wrong with the situation. And that it was common in Sweden to leave young children alone outside a restaurant. So, as I was looking at the story, right, I was like, surely not. Surely people don't just drop their kids and walk off in Sweden, right? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I know Sweden's a nice place, but really, you just leave your infant alone unattended? There was another case close to this one a few years ago where a woman left her kid uh, outside a bar while she went inside and had a beer. Because she said, well, I don't want the kid around the cigarettes, and where I'm from, this is perfectly okay. Not only did that woman get off, she got paid $60,000 by the city for harassment and a bunch of other shit. Wow. Yeah. So, I tried to find out if this was true, if like this happened a lot, and apparently it does, but I couldn't find any backup other than that one other story. I don't know. What was the story we did where the kid got chained up to the light post while his daddy It was in China right sorry mm-hmm. sorry buddy i got and that was the common post. there right but i don't i don't put sweden in the same category as well, china when it comes to children's rights right because sweden is home of ikea and that little magazine you get with the kids clothes in it you know what i'm saying i don't know and you don't expect any of those kids were at any time just left in a stroller on the sidewalk while their mom went and got a drink well, on. geez i mean a one-year-old surely she was aware of traffic Right? It's all good. Even if you're from a different culture, you can certainly understand your surroundings visually. Oh, there's a lot of people here. Oh, there's a lot of vehicles here. <laughs> My kid is one. 
Does he have the he's mental a, capacity he's to figure out? He's in a stroller. He can't a go anywhere. A one-year-old can climb out. No, he's buckled oh, in. yes. He's buckled in. Come on. Maybe Swedish kids are, A, smarter than American kids. And maybe in Sweden, people watch out for other people's kids. Do you ever think of that? Well, that's probably true. That's all I can think of is that other people are like, yeah, we kind of pay attention. I don't know. It's just like now. It's just every kid for himself, right? Well, I think kids in this country, and this is probably not a popular opinion, but I think kids in this country have become victims of our own vigilance, right? Because you know how when you tell people there's something they just absolutely cannot have? They really, really, some people just really have to have that thing. Well, yeah. And I wonder sometimes if our panic-driven culture hasn't created some of the problem that we have. Okay, but when you have, say, a three-year-old that you let ride their bike unattended out in your front yard and the kid gets snatched, it's a story that reinforces that fear. Okay. Unfortunately, that's what happens. But I'm wondering, though, but listen, this is what I'm wondering. If, say, 50 years ago, right, if there was any bad touch going on in a kid's life, it probably happened in his house. Right? I think that still is true. Okay. But what I'm saying is it happened in his house and nobody fucking talked about it. Right? Well, not talking about it doesn't make it go away. But listen to me. As people became more and more open about all the kid touching, I think we may have generated some of our own problems. And I'm not saying you shouldn't talk about it. What I'm saying is the whole panic over strangers snatching your kids. I think some of that panic has fueled the creation of people who want to snatch kids simply by the expedient of they're like, ah, I never really thought about snatching a kid before, but reading about it on the news sounds pretty cool. You know what I mean? That could be. And so now you have this whole fucking vicious cycle. of There weren't really kid snatchers before, but now we have kid snatchers. And the more you talk about kid snatchers, the more kid snatchers there will be. Because Sweden apparently doesn't have a kid snatching problem because they just leave them rolling around on the sidewalk like little puppies. I'll be curious to see what happens. Oh, but yeah, I bet she gets off. She probably will. She's like, I'm fucking Sweden. What are you going to do? I'm going home. Give him a fucking kid. I'm out of here. Fuck you guys. But that doesn't really excuse it. I mean, you still have to follow the laws of the country in which you are. Yes, but you also have to take into account that some people have a... Comp- Clearly, in her in this culture, the mindset is such that this is not even something that would cross their fucking minds as so. not being okay. Right? Because just like in our culture, it's so not okay. The soon as you see a kid left alone on the street, you're like, well, I'm calling somebody. That can't be right. You get upset and get ready to call somebody when you see a kid crying in a fucking store that can't find their mom. You know what I mean? You get kind of wound well, I'm up. I'm not calling 911, no, but, but you get very testy about it. I usually try to find an employee. That's what I'm saying. And and when when we were a kid, how many times the kids did you get lost in the store and your mom not even give a shit? You know? Yeah. Because this is how it would go when I was a kid. I'm going over here. You better fucking keep up. Exactly. And then you like, you get distracted. You're like, oh, what's this? This is shiny. You look around. You're like, fuck, where's my mom? <laughs> but you know what? I, I don't remember a single time growing up that I freaked out because I couldn't find my mom. Well, we only ever went to the city twice a year. Yeah. So that takes care of part of I that guess. right but even i mean i remember several times i got separated from my parents i was like oh, i'm pretty sure i can get home from here you know well in some places you could because i mean they were literally like a mile from your house so yeah but even Since when you were even, left to roam all day anyway <laughs> even when we went into the city i was like no biggie 
was like, ah, I'm pretty sure I can get out of this. I don't think this is going to be a real problem. Maybe I was just overly confident. Yeah, I think you were. That's because I used to do shit like when I was in kindergarten, just walk home, not tell anybody I was doing it. I was like, school's out. I'm not taking the bus today. I'm walking. No, that's not good. <laughs> You're like, where'd you go? I walked. What'd you do? Um, I, I was like the kid in the fucking family circle or family. Is it family circle? Circus. Family circus mm-hmm. cartoon where mm-hmm. they show the little kid's path and he's like, walking around town and he goes in a fucking pond and he's fishing and he gets on whitewater rapids and before he knows that he's in Mexico and he has to come back in a b- big old truck full of Mexicans and he's picking fruit and then he gets home at the end of the day. I'm like, whew, that was exciting. Nice. Just saying. You're kind of a boring kid. You weren't allowed to go very far, right? Well, not they had to keep you in your tank. Like, Cut it out. You're back in your when tank. When I was little, little, I didn't really wander very far. That's but once I got to be about 10... Yeah, it was pretty much you left the house and you didn't come back until the sun came down. After your flippers grew out? You just kind of wandered and nobody really gave a shit. Well, yeah, that was my thing, too. I mean, as long as you're home by dark, nobody fucking cared. And I think right. I think we've, like I said, I think we've made a bunch of cowards and other things. Because I think even as a kid, I could have handled Kid Toucher. I'm like, I ain't scared of you. I'm a fucking bike. I will outrun your ass. Oh, no, you were a pretty teeny tiny little thing. I was fast. You were small. I was also very mean. Very That's mean. true. That's true. People get bit. They get hit in the head with rocks. Flawed, yeah. Whatever it takes, right? That was not nice. All right, you got any other stories over there? I do not. I thought about doing the story about how mean people get paid more. Oh, right. But anyway, everybody knows my secret. Well, nice. But it's true. Many people make yeah, more money. if everybody's mean, then now all of a sudden you're on an even playing field. Well, I've discovered that I am, I am, my meanness is on a sliding scale. Like, the meaner people are to me, or the meaner people are in my vicinity, I have to become even meaner. I have to be, like, alpha mean. It's like, well, if you just set somebody on fire, I have to disembowel them and then set them on fire. Nice. Because that's how mean I am. Mm-hmm. I'm getting meaner day by day, too, in case you haven't noticed. There's a reason for it. Anything they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Play of the fire. Email. Whatever. show at gmail.com. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com. Ooh.